If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Duke Nukem. And when I'm not out slaying aliens and saving Earth's babes, I'm listening to Podcast Unlocked. Hail to the podcast, baby! Podcast Unlocked. Happy pre-E3, friends. Welcome to Podcast Unlock, the world's number one Xbox podcast. I'm Ryan. That's Destin, Alana, and Marty. That was a really good intro. I've, I've had a full practice. Yeah, that was very good. <laughs> you may good. have done this before. Yeah. Maybe. After last week's disaster. You'd think after uh, 249 of them. <laughs> I like I how you had, such a, you had such a good flow and cadence, and then I ruined it. You just trashed it. Mm-hmm. Just walked, stomped all over it. I feel like that's kind of a summary of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's just very organized. It was fine we when everything. Mitch was here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, all right, so yes, this is our Xbox E3 prediction show, which our fans have been calling out for weeks for. Mm-hmm. But we were right to wait, you guys. We were so right to wait because half of E3 leaked this week. Well, it's, yeah, yeah, half, of it, half of it leaks, and then half of the stuff is just official announcements beforehand as well. That's so, true. Yeah, that's true. So uh, screw it. Let's just get started with the E3 predictions. Whoa. All right, I want we'll go round robin. That's the fun way to go. I will start at this end of the table with Marty Sleeva. Give me an E3 prediction, Marty. Bold, safe. I don't know where you're I don't going. do any safe ones. Oh. All right. right. Practice safe predictions. <laughs> um, I think, Story of your life, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, I think uh, ukulele will be on the Microsoft stage, and I think it will be revealed that it will have some sort of tie-in to the Banjo-verse. Even hmm. though it's the de- Playtonic is actually developing the Wii U version, and, yeah. it's, and the, 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 Xbox, version, yeah. the Xbox version is a NPS4 version, yeah. are ports by their publisher-slash-developer partner, no, Team 17. Yeah. Huh. Very yes. strange. But yes, I think uh, we've seen in the past that Phil, like when the when there was the voting open for Smash Brothers uh, characters, Phil said like he'd be totally cool with Banjo being in the game. So yeah. I think that uh, they would be fine with. I don't think it's, this game's not going to be like Banjo Three or anything. But we saw at the end of the ukulele trailer that there was a jiggy in the background. So like they're yes. using some iconography, and I don't think and they'd use it without getting permission. Well, and the yeah. the way it was framed in that trailer too was very like. 
wink wink yeah. to me because it was like the, the trailer had already faded to black, black yeah done it the title cards and all that stuff and then it came back yeah it to came the scene and it was everything about it was banjo it had yeah. the little the dialogue boxes were the exact yeah. font and and set up as banjo the uh, way the shot framed in with sort of like the shape into the darkness was exactly how banjo does they it they could realistically get sued for that but that's why I think they a, have permission. A, we think they have permission. <laughs> yes. But B, I really don't think that Microsoft would do that because that would be terrible for PR. It'd be the worst PR, yeah. Like to be attacking Platonic for making something that people wanted for a really long yeah. time. Yeah, so I think it'll have some tie, whether it's Banjo or whether it's a thing from Banjo or something. So you think it's set in the Banjo universe? Yeah, or at least something like you'll like che- like the way you get cheats in the game might be through Cheeto or yeah. like something small or maybe a nod to Mumbo or a nod to Spiral Mountain. Let me ask you this, Marty. Mm-hmm. So, because for a while... You know, there was a there was some Twitter thing where their Twitter icon changed to a yeah. honeycomb. Yeah. And we all thought we were all convinced for about five minutes yeah. that this game was going to become yeah, Banjo Kazooie yeah. Three. I think mm-hmm. we're past that yes. now. But do you think, based on your prediction, that Platonic's next game after Ukulele is Banjo Kazooie I mean, Three in full partnership with Microsoft? Oh, that would be awesome. Like that'd be super awesome, and then Rare can do the Fable game we keep talking about. When <laughs> we brought it up, it happened on Twitter. I don't know if it was like Phil Spencer. I think was the one who replied to it. Uh, someone tweeted in relation to Unlocked, and Marty and I were tagging mm-hmm. it. That was like, "When is Banjo Three coming?" And his response was, "Rare's pretty busy right now." Yeah, that's all he said. Yeah, which means. Maybe eventually. <laughs> and wouldn't it be convenient to yeah, just yeah. hire Platonic to do that because you're hiring the people who made Why Bozo, not, right? Yeah. And That'd especially be great. especially if Rare is gonna be busy not only for the immediate future with Sea of Thieves, but presumably because it's a Destiny style persistent persistent game. online yeah. game, they're gonna be busy with support after it ships. Yeah. Yeah. Why not dial up Platonic yeah. and be like, Hey, we had a good uh, we had a good thing there with that Y'all ukulele. Had a banjo? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we I got to see Banjo on stage for the first time last year ever with Rare Replay. That's right. Sure. I mean, I didn't see actual a bear, but that's, that's a bear. Now, I feel, now I just feel bad Banjo for you. herself. Banjo's a girl. Wow. Is that true? That is my no, entire I made, that, I made that up. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a lot. Banjo could be... Bears could be girls. Could, yes, I, bears can no, be girls. No, they can't, Marty. The <laughs> they reproduce can, asexually. <laughs> They're like worms. All right. Alana Pierce. Uh, you know what? My, the first one that I wrote was ukulele. That's all I wrote, though. <laughs> so uh, the second one is Falls of Horizon 3. I feel like that's a really easy one. But God, I hate you. I already you guys, okay, I, I, I called Ryan out on having that be one of <laughs> well, his now, predictions, Well, yeah, too. you can direct it her way. Yeah, that's a, that's, a real, that's a real weak-ass prediction. But I like how I didn't actually say what I'm predicting, though. I just said Falls of Horizon 3. All right. Hold on, I'm going to back I predict that a car is going to fall from the ceiling <laughs> during the Microsoft conference. And, uh, and or, crush Phil Spencer. No! In some kind of like turning table. There's going to be a car there when they announce Falls Horizon 3. Physically. What kind of a car? What color is the car going to be? Green? No, they would never <laughs> pick a green car. Why? It's It'll green, be red. It's a green color. Now they had, uh, at an Australian convention, we had a Xbox race red. car that... Like, they actually took to Bathurst, which is, like, one of our biggest professional car races, and it was yeah. green and had Xbox colors all over it. Well, last well, year's Forza Motorsports right? race. <laughs> last year's Forza Motorsports 6 car was blue, blue? and yeah. then the year before that was Forza Horizon 2, which was a yellow Lamborghini. 
Just rolling through the I spectrum. I feel like yellow kind of does make me think of... These are pie-in-the-sky predictions, so green, maybe. <laughs> Hold on. Yes, I'm, it's a so green call. I'm going to back you up on this to, I'm gonna, to defend you from Marty and his disgusting... <laughs> You've got a long you know. road ahead of you. He's very mean. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Turn 10 has said, back when we announced Forza Horizon 2 when we first started IGN first, I asked them point blank, like, hey, would you guys ever consider, would you guys ever do a third franchise to keep mixing things up more instead of just Horizon Motorsport, Horizon mm-hmm. Motorsport? And they said, yep, we're totally, we're totally into it. We're totally mm-hmm. uh, up for that and open to that idea. So Horizon 3, could it, you know, she's going out there instead of saying a new yeah. third Forza yeah. franchise. See? So there, Marty. Yeah, you're so both there. Both my monsters. crazy predictions. What if it's what if the third pillar? So we have the the sort of hardcore sim of Forza. We have the more uh, so open, casual nature of uh, Horizons. What if the third pillar goes trials. full arcade and is like trials. burnout, trials, burnout? Yeah. Like that'd be awesome. Yeah, I can get behind that. I, I mean, I don't think it'll happen. Some, neither, <laughs> but it'll be cool. And they'd be more likely that they would have Forza. Pots so like that for the Horizon. It's so awesome. Forza crash. All right. Oh, Every, everyone now it has to get made in like mainline Forza anyway. No, like, but yeah, but like cool not stuff rewarding happens. you for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like with the shunting and exactly. Everything. Yeah. Don't, oh, like say blur? That. No, I'm kidding. That's what you can totally right? call. You can totally yeah. shunting, shunting sounds like yeah. sex, yeah. doesn't it? Like did I use the wrong name? My wife shunted me last night. It was amazing. Yeah, I played Blur. Blur was awesome. Thank you. I'm glad to tell you were playing. And then that studio went away forever. It was really really sad. We got shunting on the mind. I went to their studio. They were really cool people. And then like a month later, they shut down. It felt really bad. Blur was bizarre, right? Yeah. Makers of Project Gotham Racing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's it called? That that arcade game for Sega? Oh. uh, Geometry uh, Geometry Wars. Yeah, because it's in all of Project Gotham Racing's. And I think it might even be in Blur. Maybe not, but no. you know how you can walk around your garage in Pro- Project Gotham Racing and you can like find it? Garage again? Garage. <laughs> Just, yeah. All day. That was different. That was a little different. <laughs> this, is, this, is a, this is a real solid stare. I used to say <laughs> pop instead of soda and nobody knew what I was Oh, that's about. the, I hate I that. I soft drink. That's soft all fine. Drink? What's a hard drink? Booze? Alcohol. Yeah, you know, you're looking, look who's talking. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> Literally everything you, you consume that's liquid. No, no I had coffee this morning. <laughs> All right. Even that's got something. Yeah, I feel like it. that's kind of a hard drink. I know you got the you got, you know, vodka, a little, you know. Yeah. A little something, something. <laughs> in if you listen to this week's Beyond, Especially you're going to see a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, unfortunately, my I'm going to stick with this. You can call me out if you want. This kind of already got leaked. It's not confirmed, but I thought Dead Rising 4 because... What was it, the leak for that? Well, there, there are alleged screenshots, uh, you know, like taken with a cell phone of a TV. Uh, I think that'll, that'll be a big push for that. But, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, the reason that I had gone with this anyway is because Dead Rising 3 was a launch title. So it's been two and a half years. Yeah. That Capcom Vancouver team has to have been doing something for the last two and a half years. One. And I, I feel like that franchise isn't dead yet. There's still life in it. And so... Undead life, yeah. I got you, Marty. Oh, nice. Yeah, I see what you did. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Very smart. <laughs> so, yeah, I just feel like it—it's not going to be a new IP. I think we're going to get at least one more Dead Rising, and I think this is the time for it. And unfortunately, it does seem to have leaked out ahead of time. Not—not not confirmed. They could be fake. We've seen—we've seen more effort go into faking things on the internet before. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I'm totally willing to. Yeah. To buy into How this. long was it between all of the previous ones? I guess it probably would have been two or three years. 
I guess it almost doesn't matter though because development's so different now than it yeah. was even. I mean, the, between Dead Rising one and two, that was almost about ten years ago. So mm. things are di- pretty different now. I yeah. love Dead Rising one so much. Yes. Like, well, yeah. I mean, I think the, the the I think one of the rumors about this is that it's not Dead Rising four; is that it's a reboot. Yeah, which is the same. I with, think that was one of my predictions with re- Resident Evil. Re- with what? Frank Aren't West, they all reboots. How, how no, they, no, just like I mean, I mean, them really... as in it's going to take place in a mall. Well, oh, and you're Frank West. With Frank West. Yeah, I love yeah. Frank the image West. we saw says Dead Rising 4, it's Frank West, and it looks like he's in one of the main settings of the game. Willamette, yeah. Colorado. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, there was this specific, like, food court where you would fight one of your battles, and... Uh, yeah. That's a mall. Yeah. Lots of them. With gluttony. It is a mall, <laughs> yes, that's correct. But it would gluttony. be interesting if they titled it Dead Rising 4, but it was a reboot. I think you'll go back to that location, but I don't think it's, like, a remake yeah, of the I first I see where one. you're going. Like, yeah. it could yeah. be weird... Yeah. Considering but the you know, stuff about the first one that I would love to play through again, oh, I yeah. love that mall. That and mall was so fun. oh, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I see where you're where you're going though, Destin. That it's like it would be weird for for Dead Rising three to exist on the Xbox One, and then for the next game to be Dead Rising. Yeah, yeah. Like so, we've seen the logo though. It's Dead Rising <laughs> well, four. I mean, again, we've so, seen an image, and it has that like lens flare that I'm it always like, like, oh, this is fake. It looks mm-hmm. like a GameStop poster leak again but it's not that hard to take a picture without like a flash and a lens flare in the background it always apparently like it is yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. um but i think it'd be cool if it took place in like a super mall like in dubai you know how like do you ever oh, oh yeah yeah, with, like, yeah. ski field yeah that'd be sweet wouldn't that be awesome yeah like a mall the mall that was like but, a little disneyland yeah if it's a remake i'm i would 100 percent be down for a remake don't call like people like you hate remakes no i hate remasters yeah if it's a remake, you know, a reimagining, a new take on Dead Rising One off on new tech. Mm-hmm. I mean, in that's the, mall. the same as like the new DMC compared to Devil May Cry. Exactly, yep. kind of like how exactly. we want them to handle the Mass Effect remake. No. What remake? Is that what you're talking about? No. Like we want all the Mass Effect games in Mass Effect 3's engine. Yeah, well, that's, that's not no. That's, that's that'd a be little more of a remaster. I'm trying to understand what you're asking. Because for. like the, we talked, what, like, we talked about ago. Resident Evil, like the Resident Evil remake. Oh, Game where Kuma. it's totally different yeah. graphics from scratch, engine. same story, same premise, but just new design. Yes. Okay, totally. Yeah, yeah started just, over. Every single Dead Rising game kind of feels like a remake to me, anyway, though, because bit. they are all fairly different, different characters, different places. Right. So. It, yeah, I I liked just a new game. I liked three, but I never I didn't actually finish it. I didn't either. Uh, one is still very much I adore my favorite. One. Yeah, yeah. I not, how it's it not plays close. Now. That's uh, a good question. Aged it was rough. Like um, even when it was out, there was some problems with it, but you just kind of forgave it because it, it was so early really in the arcade-y. life cycle. Well, and yeah. so yeah. original too. Yeah, and original. And so uh, gorgeous for the time. Yes, I think they would have to update that sort of control scheme. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Destin, I go to you, my friend. Okay, I Give me an Xbox a, E3 prediction. I wrote down a, a few big things, and we've talked about this one on the show quite a bit. I think they're working very, very hard to get that Oculus announcement on stage at E3 for, this year. For next week. Yeah, they're going to announce their partnership with Oculus and how that's going to work with the Xbox One because they need that, basically. They need their VR answer. We've seen HoloLens. Make a good point. HoloLens looks absolutely fantastic, but if they it's were not ready just, for prime time. Yeah, it's not. If they were just like... Hey, meaning, it's, meaning it's $3,000. It's yeah. also Google Glass. It's not a parallel to VR. It's a parallel to... It's AR. It's yeah. AR, exactly. yeah. Yeah. So I think they come on stage. They're like, we already have a great partnership with Oculus. We're happy to announce that you know, you're now going to be able to use your Oculus with the Xbox 4.5. 
So, so that's what I was yeah. just going to ask you next. So you they think, need the hardware. Update. You think they will mention the, the the upgraded Xbox within the context of this? They're going to do it in a in a subtle way. I think I don't. I don't know. So you think that's the one I'm a little hazy on. How are they going to announce the hardware change? Right. Like to play this, you're going to need an upgraded Xbox. So we also announced that. I've been in, to yeah. enough of these where I I think I can predict how they would do it. How do you think they? I think it would be exactly what you're saying. Of we're proud to partner with Oculus, and on a uh, in the near in the near future on the Xbox platform, yeah. you will be able like to just keep it. Yeah. Super subtle, vague, yeah. but and still then maybe like, get you, the message across. You, I mean, you just sold me on it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Xbox platform. That's sweet. Yeah, exactly. That's how they'll deliver it. But yeah. Yeah, like the, the Xbox, hardware part, they're like, we'll talk yeah. about that. The later. Xbox yeah. platform yeah. will soon be home to you know the the living room home to the Oculus. Yeah, something yeah. like yeah. that. That'd be great. And there's a lot of articles out right now about how Microsoft could easily make the whole Xbox One library available on PC. You know, uh, sure, think, uh, like. It would be very easy for them to do, like using the cloud and all this technology they have access to. Well, it's all so, Windows 10. They just have to get, yeah. So it's, yep. it's all there. It's all Windows 10. They're already talking about your your games working on both platforms and everything. So there's something there too. I just feel like they're working towards this Oculus announcement. Yeah, right. I definitely I like think that. So, so. Marty, going back to you, my friend. Yes. Give me round two. Uh, I got I three rounds of this. Red Dead Two. And we say Red Dead 2 because that's what we mean. Red and Dead we realize Reed. there's three of them. Yeah, but we're talking about Red Dead Redemption, Redemption 2. 2. People yeah. keep doing that. Like, we don't know that Red Dead Revolver exists. I'm like, trust me, everyone yeah. in this room is aware yeah. that game exists. Uh, it's going to be uh, revealed on stage, and a horse is going to come out on stage. The mm-hmm. horse is going to be brown. <laughs> it's going to have teeth and a saddle. <laughs> they would never bring, bring a like live that. horse on stage. Yeah, that was pretty bring good. a live horse on stage. <laughs> That's not. That wasn't great. That'll be at the battle. Step up your horse game, <laughs> Australian. Yeah. Um, yes, I think Red Dead Two will be there. We'll see some sort of a trailer. I don't think it'll come out this year. You think it'll be announced at the Xbox conference specifically? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Talk right. to I mean, it would be there or Sony. Those would be the only two conferences that'd be announced. There. Yeah. Has Rockstar traditionally aligned with one or the other? They've been kind of back. They, well, they right. Just, Sony. Yeah, yeah back and forth. Yeah. yeah, except uh, for that I one mean, not, year. Uh, GTA. Four, four was aligned with well, Microsoft. It, yes, but the only DLC. to say that instead, only to say that it's coming out at the same time. Remember, no, the DLC came out first on three sixty. The DLC yeah. did, but the actual oh, like, yeah. GTA Four, because yeah. up till then, of course, they'd Peter always got his first cool tattoo on, yeah. on PS Two. If yeah. Red Dead Two is on Microsoft first, will it also be on Sony later? No, no. No. I mean, it doesn't do that. It does happen games. sometimes. Like, yeah. uh, oh, like Red Dead Two has uh, a reveal. Yeah, on Microsoft. No, I don't think anything's ever been on yeah. Microsoft and Sony. A lot of things oh, have been right. on third One party and right. first party. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, All right. horses. And it's gonna be called Red Dead Revenge. Reve- revenge. I like that. I was gonna say Revengeance, and I, was like, I, that was I really and feel it's like it's gonna be called Red Dead Redemption Two. Well, I really think it is. Didn't the rumors say it was gonna take place before? Red Dead Revol- I mean, it would, Redemption. It would make sense to be before Redemption because there's a lot of implied history that we never yeah. see. Yeah. Well, based be off conf- the ending of yeah. Red Dead Redemption. It's a good ending. I don't want to ruin it for it's anybody. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I really don't like the sun. I don't want to play That's what, I think two kid. would take place before. Yeah. It'd be like right. Marsden's papa. We shall mm-hmm. see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or right. his mom, Jane Marsden. Could I happen. want to play that game again. Just make it backwards compatible today, please. <laughs> could happen. Yeah. No, that would probably be a... That would be, if yeah, Marty's prediction Xbox, it yeah. would be part yeah. of the announcement for sure. 
All right, we Alana? get out of this podcast. Hey, they announced Red Dead too. <laughs> come on, what happened? Damn it. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. What do you got, Alana? Uh, look, I'm out because my other notes were ukulele and Oculus compatibility. So, <laughs> whoops. So I'm done. Uh, everyone else covered right. everything. You did a really good right. job. I'm going to give you my super bold one now. Mm-hmm. I've been building to this for a long time, so I have. I'm predicting that Phil will announce the return of Xbox Live Arcade, including Live Arcade Wednesdays, Games Every Wednesday curated, and Summer of Arcade. And the reason that I'm going out with this as a prediction, I have anecdotal evidence (laughs) that I can't explain right now. Get out! That may prove to be totally coincidental. Yeah. But your your evidence is pretty good. It is. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. I do. So uh-huh. I I'm just saying. You know what he's talking about as well. You do too. We'll tell you later. I'll remind you. But anyway, so I, there, there are things that we know that point to this possibility. Mm-hmm. I don't know this. I'm not just like being cute and I know this is happening. This is a legit prediction. I don't know for sure. But based on a thing that I found out. <laughs> God, this is the best thing I know for like, Shut it off. Even I would Ryan shut it off right like, now. Even I'm like, damn it, Ryan. <laughs> what do you want from me? I would also like to mention that if you live in the Southern Hemisphere, I mean the Northern, not the Southern what? Hemisphere, it's called Winter of Arcade. <laughs> we learned that. Anyway, so, uh, I predict Summer of Arcade and Live Arcade itself, including Live Arcade Wednesdays, are coming back. That'd be cool. Yeah. Destin? All right, so I have some stuff written here, but I'm going to have some fun with uh, my next prediction. Good. I think the uh, first non-Kojima-produced Metal Gear is going to be revealed on the Xbox stage. And they're going to announce their new artistic direction, and it'll be... Live action? (laughs) Like Lethal Enforcers or Sewer Shark? It's like how they're taking the franchise seriously. They're going to move on after that well-known departure. Maybe they could announce a DLC? Nah, he's gone. No. No. That's over, Johnny. He is, but does that mean that they're not allowed to... Change anything about that game with Kojima? Well, they can do whatever they want. Probably they own it. Yeah, Yeah. it's up to them. This will probably never happen in the next five years. I really don't see that happening. Yeah, let me have fun. Well, so I like this prediction, Destin, because uh, I think logistically, like normally, I would say it's too soon. They just shipped Metal Gear in September. But the reason why I think you might be onto something is specifically because of the backstory. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you're right. I think Konami probably does want to sort of wipe the slate clean and yeah. move past Kojima as quickly as possible. So even though they probably don't have a game yet, because it's only been seven, six, seven months mm-hmm. or whatever it is since Metal Gear 5 shipped, I could see them just busting out a super teaser yeah. CG thing. Just to be like, hey, we're doing it. We're doing our own new Metal Gear. Here also, you go. Like, it could be of... David Hayter doing the narration. That Ooh. would be a good piece of fan. Like David Hayter, David Hayter <laughs> narrating, and then like just a logo. Yeah, and then Konami talks briefly, or the presenter talks briefly about how Konami is predicted to so the Metal Gear franchise. Right. Yeah. I mean, they. I feel like they kind of need to do that, right? They kind mm-hmm. of need to be like, hey, here's what our direction is from now on, yeah. because nobody has any idea. We already know the Still direction. Don't think it's going to happen. It's but. the pachinko machine. <laughs> oh, my God. That, yeah, ma- that makes them that. actual money yeah. in Japan. <laughs> I would love to see something like this, because they need to do some sort of damage control over there about this with this franchise. Yeah. No, they need to outsource it to a developer. They did before. 
And that one did Revengeance? Yeah. It did Platinum? Okay. I think it was cool. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, sales-wise, though, how did it do? I don't remember. Yeah, but I would guess yeah. okay. It, made, it yeah. sold a billion. No. Best-selling game of all time. Move so over Minecraft. That doesn't seem right. So U- Ubisoft Toronto is doing it. It's a Metal Gear Splinter Cell crossover. <laughs> yeah, I it's happening. Yeah, I'd play it. I'd, come Damn. I'd play that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like we're also, like, just easy ones. I think we'll see a lot of gameplay of Sea of Thieves. Oh yeah, and I think I that's think probably hopefully recall. Well, I would hope so. It was yeah, we have, we literally haven't seen it since last year's yeah. E3, so we haven't even heard anything about it. So no. hopefully we see some been gameplay radio on silent on that one. Yeah, both those games have pretty much been off the grid for a year. Yeah, which means they're prepping for E3. I figure. Marty, you got one more in you. Yeah, want to share it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I think uh, sort of in line with uh, last year's backwards compatibility announcement, I think they're going to announce that a large library of original Xbox games are now downloadable. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like. Kotor, stuff like uh, Jade Brute Empire, Force. Brute Force, Blinks, <laughs> Fusion Frenzy. Um, yeah, cause, and that would be in line, too, with uh, Sony recently has the PS2 classics yeah. on PS4. Yeah. So similar thing and where they cost like 10 bucks or something. Phil did say last year, he, you know, of course somebody asked him, and he said, well, yeah, we'd like to do that. We have to prioritize our resources, so mm-hmm. hopefully those yeah, resources Yeah, and I think backwards been... compatibility obviously has been probably a bigger success than they even imagined. Sure um, seems like it. Yeah. yeah. They've been adding things almost on a weekly basis. Yeah, if it's just, point. I guess, anecdotal from IGN traffic, yeah. and people. A lot like, of when we update that page of backwards compatible games, people are obsessed with it. Yeah, love it. Yeah, Destin. All right, we know Remedy's working on two things. I'll give this one to you. I mean, we're going to talk about that later, but well, I don't. Ahead. I don't really like. I don't know Alan Wake, but I think we'll see something about Alan Wake. They already said they, it's not yeah. Alan Wake. Damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's to... the first rumor to be debunked. Uh, I had something else, and then I lost it. So I'm like, I don't do that. Well, what are don't you talking say... about you lost it? You wrote it down right here. I had a whole bit oh, that I was going to leave the room. You... I, okay, all right. Oh. So the thing I actually wrote down was, uh, I Ready? think they'll do something Battletoads this year. <laughs> he dropped the mic. They teased it last year, and they did the rare replay thing. And uh, Sorry, Marty. But, I mean... They have something else with Battletoads. I don't think they're just going to... They're just not going to let that... Make sure you're on mic when you announce you're quitting. (laughs) (laughs) Marty, what do you think? Do you think they're... It was just all about Rare Replay? I got forced to take a picture with that large, ugly toad statue last (laughs) year, and I didn't like it. No, it was not amazing. It was terrible. It was amazing for me. It was awful. I don't want anyone wearing... Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I don't want anyone wearing zits and rats and herpy, and I don't want anyone wearing a shirt with those those little toads face on them. I think they're very ugly. I think they're very mean. I think their game's very bad. Um, (laughs) Phil Spencer's Twitter avatar current right now, by the way. He's holding a battle toad. What are you doing? In 8-bit. Why? Why? He's like this with an 8-bit battle toad. Why? That game's terrible. He is effing with you on purpose. 30 games in Rare Replay, and that's the 31st best game on Rare Replay. <laughs> the menu is a better game than it. <laughs> they're ugly. They're gross. Their feet get really big when they kick things. They make weird noises. That I'm, repelling level is really dumb. Hey, Destin. <laughs> it's very yeah, dense codes. I, I want to say you just made the best prediction just because it made, it made Marty. Marty also, yeah, if, it ha- if it happens, I'm legitimately stops. just going to leave the war room. And you're not going to have anyone for the post show, so... We just hear a, a gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> no! Marty, no! It's not that bad. We sacrifice an actual toad beforehand so that doesn't happen. I've never killed an animal before. This will be a first. Just, it's like a fifth grade science experiment. Yeah, it's fine. fine. Yeah. It's no problem. There are more toads. We're, they're not. What if I make it my goal in life to get them all? To exterminate, yeah. eradicate the world? Well, then we'd like... probably end up with an insect problem. Yeah, we would have too many insects. That's fine. I'm, I'm totally cool with bugs. Okay. That's. You prefer... What are you, God now? <laughs> Battle bugs? Battle bugs. Marty's like, Battle I will bugs. decide which animals live and which die. <laughs> yeah. 
That's me. Uh, all right, I got one more. I actually think this is more likely for Gamescom, but I'm going to throw it out anyway with that caveat. Uh, just because if Dead Rising 4, which I'm sticking to, and you know, leaks suggest might be a thing, I, I feel like they'd probably not have two zombie games in one conference, but for the exact same reason that I said Dead Rising 4, in that the developer's been doing something for years... State of Decay 2. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, they signed a multi-game deal, Undead Labs, main, uh, mm-hmm. I'm speaking of, signed a multi-game deal with Microsoft to make Xbox games. State of Decay was huge. They said, before, before State of Decay came out, when it was codenamed Class 3, they, they had two ideas. They had two things they wanted to do, Class 3, and then there was Class 4, which was the codename for the online, like, basically the MMO version of Daisy. what became State of Decay. Yeah. So, sure seems like that's what they're going to make, and it sure seems like it's about time that they announced it, because that, yeah. that game was... State of Decay was 2013, bef- but, but on 360. Mm-hmm. So it was like it was actually June. It was like yeah, right three years ago, to d- practically today. Yeah. So it does seem... I mean, granted, yeah, they did the year one survival edition, which was just the kind of the, the port to Xbox One, but... I got to figure it's high time. If not E3 Gamescom, but yeah. I, think, I'm, I, think I think we could see that. Brandon Terrell was the one who said that it would be called World of, De- of Decay. And I was like, it's a good title. World of Decay? Nah, it's fine. That's like a, if it's that's a, like if a it's an MMO? Disney park gone horribly yeah. wrong. What are you struggling? That's the best title of all time. <laughs> I don't know. Literally, it is literally, like, objectively the greatest video game title. World of Anything would be great. No, it is. There's no way World of Anything would be great. I think you're right that we won't see two zombie games in one conference yeah. so could be one or the other all right i so, remember my other dumb one if you want oh, me to say it. please okay so i like from software ones. just released dark souls 3 yeah mm-hmm. uh they had bloodborne on playstation exclusively maybe we see bloodborne on the xbox one just no, so. no 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 sorry it could either be that i don't know marty is there any legal things there that would prevent that from happening yeah sony owns it okay so that won't happen <laughs> that's not even from something then yeah then Xbox gets something like Bloodborne, where it's exclusive to their platform. Yeah. Urineborn. Urineborn. <laughs> well, oh, what other God. fluids? Uh, really? Is that what? Uh, no, got? let's let's not answer that question. Should we keep going? Nope. Salivaborn. Oh, saliva. That's what you meant. Booger, yes. Boogerborn. Oh, uh, that's Bulgur not really born. a liquid. No. I guess it can be. Yeah. Mucusborn. Yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Would From Software ever make an Xbox One Earwax exclusive? born? I don't think so. If, I mean, if Microsoft gave him a bunch of money. Oh. They did Dark Souls. Yeah. What Why? if Armored Core comes back as an Xbox exclusive? Otogi, yeah. son. Otogi. That was an Xbox exclusive. It was. Anyway, that's just something I want more mm-hmm. than anything, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, somebody out there hopefully is going to keep score of our Xbox predictions and can write us Destined to wrong week. before we even start. <laughs> <laughs> there is no prize but uh, other than pride. <clears throat> but we'll see. Uh, we'll see how we mm-hmm. do come monday uh what else uh ryan oh that's pretty much it other than oh i wanted to add next week is our 250th episode so yay yeah uh we don't as i warned earlier we don't have anything super special planned except it turns out we coincidentally do Mm -hmm. because the show will be live yeah unlocked airs at a special day and time next week, it's live Monday morning. Monday at eleven, uh, yes, eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. Immediately following the Xbox press conference, mm-hmm. it's us. It'll be us doing our thing live. Uh, so 
which probably will go terribly wrong. I'm going to wear a tie. There's a reason this is recorded. You don't own a tie, do you? Yes, I own a tie. You own a tie? I own an entire tie. I'm surprised. Congratulations. Thanks. And I want to announce announce our special guest joining us for the second consecutive year, the creator of the Xbox, Seamus Blackley, will be joining us. So I actually am super thrilled about that. That'd be awesome. He was great last year. Mm -hmm. He is a... Uh, just a brilliant Seamus Blackley from getting to know him a little bit over the last year is legitimately a renaissance man like he just he tinkers with things he's always reading something inventing something working on something the guy's always got something fun and interesting going on and it's no surprise that he invented the Xbox and spearheaded the whole project Mm -hmm. at Microsoft and if you saw Unlock 201 with him and Peter Moore and and, uh, Phil Spencer last year you kind of get a sense of who he is. So really excited to have his perspective joining us uh, once again for our Xbox festivities mm-hmm. at E3 this year. It's going to be weird if they announce Battletoads and I, I'm crying you, in front of him. It'll be fine. It'll be embarrassing that my first interaction with him would just be... Just weeping. Weeping? Yeah. I think that'll be fine. That's usually how I like to open. That's my icebreaker. Yeah, I mean, the, the move would be that you announce a game that... Uh, well, they would announce Trespasser 2, which he... then you And then you weep in front of it. That's good. Yeah. That, that would make him... And I'll say it was because of that, not because of the <laughs> awful little frogs. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back and get to this week's news, which is basically half of E3 leaking mm-hmm. right after this. Okay, news time. Uh, what leaked from E3? Everything. Marty? Oh, it was it was actually everything. Yeah, I know. Uh, details? Yeah, we already <laughs> talked about uh, Dead Rising Four, which hasn't been confirmed, so that's sort of the question mark. Uh, yeah, there's a good chance we'll see it at the conference, but uh, definitely not confirmed yet. Uh, Injustice Two, making Destin's life. Yeah, that wow. leaked uh, via a poster yesterday, and then the official trailer uh, came out this morning, which features all the the superheroes, but they have like power armor. Yeah, I don't know how I feel so about that. do they need it? No, I don't. Like, no, they? so uh, there's a blog about that. Tyler Lansdowne, the community manager for NetherRealm, talked about it a little bit. Every match, you're gonna get like upgradable material gear that you can change the aesthetic of what your character looks like. So every time you're gonna so, be like changing your character. It's like copying it seems off that like. new Kirby game. You can be in a mech or you can not be in a mech. It, I like the idea that they had this entire game and, and then, then they, they saw Kirby, Kirby like, Robobots and were <laughs> like, oh, we have to change everything. Um, I mean, that opens up the possibility of like loot crates or card packs or something in the game. Yeah. And, uh, I, I see that, but I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. Um, constantly changing your character, you're never going to know how to counter somebody that you fight. Like each, if if it's really dramatically changing your character... Each time you fight somebody, you don't know what to expect. Like, yeah. I feel like no they must to... have thought of that. I mean, I feel like there have been yeah, I don't God, know. There have been fighting games in the past where you like more are almost like stat based. Like I feel like one of the Soul Calibur games had in its story mode like you'd level up, and I'm like that seems really counterproductive to what a fighting game is could, supposed to be, which is fine tuned balance. Yeah, you could be crazy overpowered in one of the Soul Calibers. Like, you yeah. could, Nightmare Sword could be, like, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, if this is all yeah. aesthetic... I don't remember which one that was. I, I don't think There's it's aesthetic. It seems like the gear will actually impact gameplay. Yeah. Like. I don't know. I, I played a lot of the original... I'm, I don't play a ton of fighting games. I played a lot of the original Injustice, and I liked it a lot. I love the yeah, first you love Injustice. it, right? I love the first Injustice. Yeah. It's one of my favorite games. I got really good with a few of the characters' mm-hmm. and favorite fighting games. And uh, unfortunately, 
I, I worry about this whole gear mechanic that they were discussing. I'm going to try and bring up the uh, actual quotes. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool that uh, NetherRealm is seemingly doing the Bethesda Game Studios thing of alternating their two big mm-hmm. franchises. Yeah. yeah, totally. Fallout Elder Scrolls, Fallout Elder Scrolls, and in their case, Mortal Kombat Injustice, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat Injustice. It helps keep both of them fresh. Yeah, and I'm sure it keeps the team. I mean, they probably have two teams, but like... I don't know. The, the variety is a spice of life. Totally. My, my biggest is. complaint about Injustice was that it felt so much like Mortal Kombat. Like, the pacing, I think, is it just felt tons like that. So I don't necessarily like that they're doing that. But at the same time, I want an Injustice too because I, I really liked the style of it. Like, yeah. Artistically, I yeah. really liked it. Uh, here's from the blog uh, notes. I was actually taking notes about this before the show. And uh, Tyler Lansdowne says, We've introduced a brand new gear system, allowing players to build their own version of Superman, their Batman, and ultimately their Injustice universe. The hmm. gear system uses RPG-like mechanics to reward you mm-hmm. with loot drops every time you play the game. With each loot drop, you will earn character-specific gear to outfit and power but, up your roster. Okay, it's Changing says, not only the look of each okay, character, yep. but your fight strategy there and your go. personal approach to every match. I was just going to ask if it was cosmetic only, but apparently not. Yeah. I, that's fascinating kind of to yeah. have that how are they going to make that work i have no idea I mean, especially with the fighting game community it's like, like how are they going to be broken on the first day how do they I mean, keep yeah. that competitive? but they are yeah. like they're very smart and they know fighting That's games true. it's not like this is the, yeah. a studio's first fighting game they're yeah. like this would be cool if it was an rpg like uh until proven otherwise how many i fighting assume games they have, know what they're doing how yeah. many fighting games has has netherrealm done and i'm and i'm talking I know they were Ever? only officially called Nether Realm after you know midway shut down yeah. at WB Ball. But a group of but that team. this group has been together for how many really fighting games at this point? Are you talking ten, twelve? It's just been a, it's been a lot since like MK One, pretty much, right? Yeah. And then there's like War Gods and all the other ones that they, they did. War Gods. I'm pretty sure that was them. Oh, well, that's that was when a they were bad one. <laughs> well, that might have been very more bad. Can't all be winners, Marty? Know. They there still was, did yeah. it. I did. I played every. Nintendo 64 game in the first two and a half years of its launch. Every there's so few what? games came out that I played wow. every single one, dude. Like by the first Christmas of N64, I think only like seven games were out. Really? Yeah. Like oh. games. There were certain points where games would come out like once every three weeks, and I played. I remember Dark Rift. I remember I mean, Midway, Midway, Midway Games and Euro Cup. Yeah. Did you know that oh, right. IGN's 20th birthday is the exact same day as the Nintendo 64? 64? Oh, yeah. And oh, 20th birthday. So Mario 64 cool. and Pilot September 29th. Yeah. Coming up. But, um, yeah, to hypothesize how this might work, I feel like maybe certain gear will be locked to a certain level, and then that is how they will let you play online. I think there will be tiers. Heavy, medium, light. If you're light, you're faster, but you're more vulnerable. If you're heavy, you can take more damage. God, but, but that's just you know, so hard like, for a fighting game. Doomsday was a big problem in the first one, right? Because he, he had a ton of armor, and he'd just do his stupid smash thing, and they had to actually patch it. So I'm wondering, like, well, what if you could build a Batman that could counter Doomsday? You know, and there's there's like three tiers because you transform. They transform. Mortal Kombat, you transform. Yeah, yeah. You have the three stances. stances in Mortal Kombat, and in this, maybe you can build three loadouts for like heavy, yeah, medium, but this, light, but, and then you pick it. But the map. stances are still like if you learn it enough, you know what that character is. It's like three variations of the same character. The right. way this makes it sound is there could be ten thousand variations of a character depending on you know minutia. Well, what if there's ten thousand variations, but only three weight classes? You know, like, you can look totally different in your heavyweight class, but every Batman heavy is going to control the same, and it's just an yeah. aesthetic way to, to kind of facilitate microtransactions. Yeah, that seems probably yeah, likely. I'm sure we'll, we'll find out more at E3. 
Yeah. I'm just thinking about all this on the fly, and I'm like, okay, that's a way they can make their system work and still get their microtransaction dollar bills. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you makes know? sense. Yeah. And then oh, it yeah. limits it to three, so it's not impossible yeah. for a competitive now, community to get involved Oh, I'm in. fighting a heavy Batman. I know how to counter yeah. that. I guess, pull, yeah. I guess we'll never know, but Destin, do you think that they originally planned to officially announce this game today? Meaning Wednesday as we record after the leaks. So uh, we're seeing this with Destiny and with Injustice. It's like leaks happen and then very shortly after, huge announcement. Right. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting. That also happened I, with Watch Dogs. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think Ed Boon planned any of this because he's been Did kind you see of being really, he's been super cheeky yeah. about it. Like invited to the party and then GameStop crossed, crossed off. off. Yeah, <laughs> it, was yeah. A, it was a GameStop yeah. poster. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. uh, and uh yeah, he's just making jokes about it. He's like, I'm just kidding, you know, like it's all in good fun. But uh, I'm sure he's not super mad about it, but he not probably anymore. wished. Not anymore. It'd be frustrating. <laughs> yeah, he's probably a little super frustrated, mad. but he's a pretty chill guy. He's yeah. actually really nice, and uh, he probably is just kind of yeah, like, well. he retweets cosplay articles sometimes. Yeah, cool. he's just like, well, this is kind of part of the You industry. don't think he was a little toasty? Toasty. <laughs> I get you, it. Good reference. Well, I like that Wouldn't one. you say that a grave injustice has been done to Ed Boone by oh, GameStop? Oh, yeah, I like that one. That Shut up. <laughs> That was too easy. <laughs> that was on a T. Yeah. Uh, what else? Next what, up, Alana. Bethesda's what else has conference. been leaking? Bethesda's conference. Leaky little boat. All of Bethesda's conference yeah. potentially. Now this isn't confirmed either. To be this is an industry insider who yeah, has, who is, has been reliable in the past. Yeah, via so. Eurogamer. Yeah. So it's supposed to be uh, Dishonored Two, which we yes. already do. Yeah. Skyrim Remaster. Didn't know that, but there is more credibility to that as the day progresses. I mean, I am 100% by that. Yeah. Uh, Prey 2, which would be a reboot. Evil Within 2, and Wolfenstein, the New Order 2, which, God, I hope is a thing. Yeah, the first one's I real good. I love the New Order. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've spoken about that a lot. On this we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked a lot about how good that game is, because uh, arguably, the I think I was saying a couple weeks ago after Doom, after I finished Doom, that I feel like the two best single-player single Campaigns uh, in, a, in the first-person shooter mm-hmm. this generation are the are both Bethesda games, yeah. Yeah. Doom and Wolfenstein: The New Order. Yeah. yeah. So unpacking these a little bit, um, the Saturn Two, obviously a known quantity. Uh, Skyrim Remaster, they said, would uh, include all the DLC as well as mods. I, mods. I, that's, I been hope so. that's been rumored for like a year and a half. Well, I mean, yeah. they said right. they said they did it. Right. Yeah. That's where Fallout. I was going. Yeah. They okay. said right. They did it as an as a technical exercise mm-hmm. in yes. preparation for Fallout Four. All right. Yeah. Let's throw all that work in the garbage. That's yeah. probably what they said after that. Uh, right? The mod support yeah. thing's cool because uh, the mods have been going pretty well for Xbox. I know that a lot of people are going to be excited about this and i you know we know that i'm generally fairly anti-remaster but for skyrim? it's just for me for skyrim i've already spent like 80 hours with skyrim i don't want to go back and start over your on a, on a, what if you're, i have no interest in playing skyrim. what if your safe still works uh if they can make the that joke, happen Marty. then i could <laughs> <laughs> without making eye contact crit joke if, if that somehow happened then maybe I'd I spend a think, little more time with it I still think no yeah. I, don't. I don't see how that's po- yeah that's, I don't think that's going to happen I, I, would, I would like it I mean people I mean, loved Skyrim but I think that's kind of a I feel like Skyrim almost fits in the I don't know how to say this in a way that isn't going to make people mad but in the very casual audience, so it's very mainstream. Right? I, well, no, I would I disagree, disagree with you on that. I mean, I feel like I had friends who exclusively play Call of Duty, FIFA, and Skyrim. I, I would agree with you that that Skyrim is a role playing game that's managed to because I think I think what you're trying to say RPGs in general are a fairly hardcore genre. Yeah, but I think they're an investment. Skyrim and Mass Effect are are two that have managed to not only 
satisfy the hardcore, but also reach out and bring in That's basically what I mean. It's like people who don't tend to play RPGs still play Skyrim, or people who don't play a whole lot of games still play Skyrim and would maybe play Skyrim again. Skyrim was, like, one of the last wikis I worked on, so I absolutely hate that game. (laughs) You know? Uh, Just because, like, you have to play every little piece of it. But... I would understand why people would want to remaster, and I think it would sell quite well. Oh, it's going to sell huge. That's I the thing. absolutely Again, think that's it's right. the yeah. same thing I say with ev- almost every one of these remasters is, like, cre- it, it, it annoys me because I would rather see those resources invested in something, making something new. But at the same time, if I were running the business, if I were running ZeniMax, Bethesda, I would 100% do the same thing. Because that, you're right, that is that is huge pile of money yeah. easy in the bank but it's also easy. like it's not like they're not working on stuff like we've seen tons of fallout dlc we just got right. mod support for that yeah. and then the rest of the lineup right. like but those are still making and a lot I, of this stuff. is and odds are that this remaster is outsourced to Probably, someone yeah. that's not todd Certain howard's affinity. team yeah, yeah. maybe if, well, yeah. for all we know if it happens, I have a great arrow to the knee montage that you can check out on IGN.com. <laughs> also, how to get Daedric armor. I'll tell you, I would rather... <laughs> you know, we, we talk about, too, the, the reverse statute of limitations when it comes to the whole remaster thing. And if a game's too new, it's extra annoying. I would be more excited if Oblivion... We're getting mm-hmm. yes a full like remaster. I saw a lot of people. A lot of people were saying Morrowind. that about Morrowind and Oblivion. They're like, yeah. yeah, Skyrim's cool, but I wish it was one of those. Yeah, two. that's where really you could get like me Oblivion. more interested because it's been ten years. Right. Yeah. since I played Oblivion, I would play it again. I didn't like Oblivion, but after ten years, it's what? like, yeah, I would play it again. I don't know. I just I never had fun playing it. Really? Yeah, like I played it a, a bit. Well, you that and uh, Alan Wake, you and I, we're we're pretty good most of the time. Alan but, Wake you know, is objectively awful. I carpool in with a bunch of IGN <laughs> <When> people. <laughs> like I'm just going to club myself with this this uh, <laughs> microphone stand and knock myself out. I carpool in with a bunch of IGN people, and we all like brought up Skyrim Remaster. Yeah, sure, but like Morrowind, like you guys are saying, like that would be the one that would really resonate with the audience. The you know, problem people is would go nuts. Morrowind is. Not it's too obscure at this point. Morrowind's hard to play. It's there are parts of I'm Morrowind that make like it difficult remade to play. To make it to make it easy play to play, better. right? Because I think it's not yeah. accessible, and mm-hmm. that obviously immediately causes issues. And yeah. people upgraded who for Skyrim, the 2016 audience, right? So they like, wouldn't be able to play that Morrowind game in the Skyrim it. engine. Yeah, dude. You know. Yes. Yeah. So yes, that would make people lose their minds. Yeah. Uh, all right. What else? So, Prey Two apparently being. Because yeah. nothing, right? Nothing was ever a, official about yeah. about Prey 2's fate, but it all came out. Yeah, and Kotaku had all these like uh, internal emails saying that the yeah. game was canceled but not canceled, and that was the game that demoed that was sort of like Blade Runner. Oh, I I you saw, saw the demo. I saw like it, a it was a, hunter, right? mm-hmm. it was yeah. a vertical slice. Yeah. So it was the classic case. It was the oh, you guys saw it. He didn't a vertical slice of it. Okay. Yes, and it was a very very impressive vertical slice. And the word was they couldn't end up building that game mm-hmm. to that vision. Hmm. So they can now. Yeah, if that comes comes around, that'd be cool. Yeah, and this That's is a, uh, that would be Arcane Austin, which is a separate team from the Dishonored and again, team. Given Bethesda's track record for uh, having a focus and a success rate with cool single player first person shooters, I would love to see Prey Two come back around. Because yes. as a fan of single player shooters, it would uh, I'd be. Very excited about that prospect. Yeah. That's another one that's not a big surprise for me, only because it's like, yeah, they have all those assets. Like they're just going to delete them and throw them away. Yeah. <laughs> I bet no, it's going like, to be. I bet it's going to be uh, night and day compared to what Ryan saw. 
Oh, oh I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be a dramatic departure, but they still have all the animations locked. You know, there's tons of stuff that they could reuse. I don't know. Even if that was that was for, from last gen, though. I think all that stuff's probably flushed away. You think they just scrap everything? There's yeah, stuff be- there they can use, though, if they were to start over. I'll bet. Uh, I'm more with Marty. I think the vertical slice I saw and whatever that's, they showed, yeah, that's I think it'll be done. unrecognizable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, if, there, if there were any usable bits, they were probably... Also, un- this might not even be Prey 2. It just might be what that team is working on. It might be a completely new IP. Different Could name. be. Yeah. What was the detail of that leak? Did it say it was Prey 2? Yes. But it seemed like as that leak went on, they were less and less sure. Like they I totally, just I totally don't think we'll see both Evil Within Two and Wolfenstein Two here. You don't think so? No, because I think so. I think both very of them different games. <clears throat> no, I think the thing is both of them are sort of at the same would be at the same uh, gestation period in terms of uh, like Wolfenstein and uh, Evil Within came out yeah. right around yeah. sort of the same time, and that both of these no, games they didn't. Wolfenstein they were like six months apart. Yeah, I mean, I meant, like, they weren't years apart. Right. Um, And so I think both of these games would be in the stage that Dishonored 2 was at last year, which would be a CGI trailer. Mm. And I just don't think they're going to show two CGI trailers. I don't know. Well, if we we try to break Mm -hmm. it down, Prey, uh, Revenge of the Hunted. Do you think they call it Prey Two or do like a subtitle? I just thing? don't. Th- I just don't think it's going to be a Prey game because I think I don't think anyone cares about Prey. Yeah, like, the, 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 weird the word Prey is annoying. Back on Prey again? What are we talking about? <laughs> like, wait, what? Stuck in I a did that loop. thing where I'm just like Prey. What would they call it? I wonder what they use the. <laughs> and and, and all, of sudden, talk about all of a sudden, we're on trivia. And you're like <laughs> Prey Revenge. <laughs> That's not one of the options, Justin. Uh, Prey Two: Revenge of the Sphinx Door. You guys remember those? Yeah, I remember the doors. The original like... Prey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the doors on the alien spaceship were buttholes. They were big alien buttholes that thought... went... Yeah. Just as tight, buttholes that tightened do. up. Yeah, yeah it's just a butthole noise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't confirm. Yep. Uh, so one of the things that I like hate about having to work in the industry is these kinds of leaks because I think that I would have been super excited to just not know about Evil yeah. Within 2 or Wolfenstein 2. I would have been really excited to see that press conference and not know. Um, and how, I how much, didn't, but Go ahead. How much of E3 do you think has been spoiled for us? 90%? Yeah. No, not that much. 75 maybe? It's got to be up there. It's pretty high, I think. We yeah. don't know most of what Microsoft's doing. We don't know most we'll of what see. Sony's doing. <laughs> We don't know. I mean, oh, legit. Wait, I guess we like, know 100 of what Nintendo's doing. True story. Yeah. Before Sony last year, I knew every single announcement. There was, was it still literally zero, zero surprises. Oh, it was awesome to see them. Like yeah. it's one thing to have someone drunkenly tell you something in a bar, <laughs> and it's another thing to see the yeah. trailer. Yeah, Got I don't it. know. So, I just like really like watching the conference and not knowing again. Yeah, which your job? Yeah. It's, it's called the job hazard. <laughs> job hazard. Uh, yeah, you said Evil Within Two, Wolfenstein: The New Order Two. If we try to break it down. One hour conference, right? Last year they had a s- Wasn't small last year over an hour. Uh, no, they had a small number of games that they dedicated large. Right, yeah. it, it was like twenty to thirty minutes of Fallout. Yeah. Solid then, Doom demo. Yeah, a long yeah. Doom demo. So if we look at this, you got to figure Dishonored Two is the headliner. That's here. the Fallout. Yes. Year. Yeah, uh, but not necessarily twenty or thirty minutes no. per I se. Think so. There were two big chunks though, Doom and Fallout. You got to figure. So what's re- the other one? I would. I, I'll bet you the Skyrim remaster is a three-minute gameplay trailer. Yep. It's just like a Probably. sizzle thing. Yeah. If it's just a remaster, yeah. If uh, I'll bet you, I mean, Prey Two could be like the big su- su- quote-unquote surprise. Now that it's mm-hmm. allegedly been leaked, whatever Dishonored Two was last year, that'd be Prey Two this year, or whatever Doom was. 
Well, Doom was a gameplay chunk. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Prey could be yeah. a gameplay chunk. That's and what I'm I think saying. either yeah. Evil Within or Wolfenstein will be a really quick CG trailer. Because there's also there's going to be Fallout DLC. There's probably going to be Fallout Shelter stuff. There's Maybe even be uh, Doom DLC. Yeah. There's going to be the yeah. Elder Scrolls card game, whatever that is. Oh, uh, yeah, I played it at PAX yeah. Uh, East. Yeah, so I think like it's not just... Elder like, anyone who thinks it's going to be split up and all this stuff's going to happen, I think it's nuts. I, I don't... Of a lot of the leaks, I don't believe all of this one. Some of it's true. All right. Like, we know some of it's true, but... We shall see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand you saying that you don't think the Evil Within 2 and Wolfenstein 2 will both be... Evil Within 2 would be yeah. surprising. You know, I didn't yeah. see any stories about that breaking sales record, so to do a sequel would be... It was I'd well regarded, and like there's there's really it wasn't like highly who, regarded. It was, it was like fine. a good, but yeah. you know who else? There's there's nobody else in that genre right now. They they sort of own it by default. Right. Resident so Evil it, is yes. currently on the sidelines, even though there are rumors I, that that it's <laughs> I, gonna get, I think it'll be any three. That it's going to yeah. get rebooted, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think they the Evil well. Within Two makes more sense than Wolfenstein Two if we've already got Doom and Prey, basically. It was, it was, wasn't the Old Blood last year? I reviewed yeah, it. the standalone expansion. Wasn't that a year before? It was last no, year. No, it was last yeah? year. I, no, I it reviewed it relatively recently. Yeah. Wolfenstein oh. was highly regarded, though. So I'd good. rather see the Wolfenstein news. Mm-hmm. I would prefer to as well. Good yeah. point, though, Alana, that uh, one, two, three, uh, four of these five games are first-person games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bethesda. And so is Fallout, and so, yeah. Yeah. And so is Doom. Yep. Yeah. Wolfenstein could be a big departure. It could be an RPG, third person. What? <laughs> I kind of buy making that. Making a bad joke. <laughs> Destin's huffing yeah. paint, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was weird. And I'm the guy who thinks there's gonna be a horse on stage <laughs> with teeth and a saddle and brown. Yeah, but that, those parts tail. make sense. You're explaining an actual horse, <laughs> right? Okay. Try and save us. <laughs> Let's move on. For God's sake. Uh, Agents of Mayhem was announced this week by us. We did it's it. Our IGN first game Ooh. for June. Somehow got this weird thing going on where I. Of all the IGN firsts we've done, and we've now been doing them for two years, we've announced three games, and they've all been June. Yeah. Good month to announce I, Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, this time, it's Ages of Mayhem, which is the new game from Saints Row developer Deep Silver Volition. Mm-hmm. And Vince and Sean Finnegan went out to see it. They really liked it. We're going to have stuff all month long on this. We have, um, depending when you're listening to the show, so Friday is the day that Vince is just mammoth detailed hands-on preview goes up then we have the actual first gameplay footage hitting on our e3 live show on tuesday morning uh the announcement trailer is up now as well as a a uh, developer rewind theater it's vince and one and the writer of the game sort of going back through the trailer and picking out sort of giving you some more narrative context and details but it is it is in short sort of a it's got Saints Row flavor to it, but it's very much its own thing. There are three heroes that you uh, you can have out uh, with you, and you can swap back and forth control to to each of them. Uh, and I guess you'll just be reading about more of it and seeing more of it. But it seems really cool, and it's I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that they are that they walked away from Saints Row. But this sounds like it takes a lot of Saints Row elements and kind of incorporates them into just a a new world where they haven't painted themselves into a corner of, uh, uh, let's see, uh, virtual reality, uh, hell, uh, crap. I don't know what Strippers. we do next. <laughs> yeah. Strippers. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And that, that reveal trailer feels like saints row with secret agents combined with crackdown and overwatch. 
Yeah, I think that's a fair, yeah, especially with you like know, choosing Twitter, a Twitter-friendly version yeah. of it. Yeah, I like to get my SEO terms in there. Good job, Miley Cyrus. I'm reserving judgment. News is a big. I'm reserving judgment on this one. To me, the trailer was strange. Like I, I was a little like, what. Am I going to expect gameplay wise? I know it was a CG trailer, and, yeah, it's, and it's, it's like but a I was four and like, a half minute trailer. Too. It was there's a long. lot. There's a lot to it. Yeah, like there's a bad guy, there's good guys fighting them, and I'm just I don't know. I don't really know what to expect from the final game, uh, so I'm going to wait to see gameplay. Personally, that'll be soon. Yeah, Tuesday. In fact, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. XCOM Two is coming to Xbox One on September sixth. Hell yeah! Destiny. Am I the only one excited? This yeah. is awesome. News. No, this is. I mean, this is yeah. this game. This is a fantastic strategy game. Mm-hmm. The first one, uh, Enemy Unknown, Games came out. Yeah, came out for yeah. for 360. Yeah, and I played that on 360. Worked really well on 360, despite being a you know effectively a PC strategy game. So free, free on Xbox One, June 16th to July 15th. Coincidence? Oh, sorry. Huh? June 16th to 30th. Yes. Sorry. Which is. Yeah. Practically now, next week. Yeah. It's next week. Yeah, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Check out the first one if you haven't, and then you can play the second one in, in September. Uh, XCOM Two is fantastic. Yeah, oh, you guys are being really it. quiet. Like I'm it. super excited. I, about think, it. I think the games are super boring. They're just not for me. Are you kidding? Well, they're no. yeah. They're, I really like XCOM, but I haven't played. They're, it's turn-based oh. strategy. It's definitely not uh, for everyone. But oh. they're great, though. You're right. I, I absolutely love it. Like, uh, I make all the characters Marty, and then I just send them to their death. So it's I <laughs> always make my X1 characters people that I know. Yeah. Always. So well, that's a lot the of people fun. do. And I'll, like, text my friends though? being like, you died. I'm You're really dead. Sorry. In all seriousness, though, that adds more weight to your decisions. Yeah, probably. And, and I actually really like doing that a lot. Yeah. You got yeah. eaten by a bear who then got decapitated when it tried to go through a sphinx door that just shut. Are there sphinx door. bears? In XCOM? Sort of. Dude, it's entirely bears. Yeah. Why isn't anyone telling All me this? Dan just kept trying to tell me about stats and garbage. also like they yeah. have birds in their backpacks. <gasps> yeah, yeah, dude. And yeah, the enemy unknown, the, the unknown enemies, in fact, are bears. Spoiler. Oh, I was going to say it was a green witch. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to Grunty. Uh, speaking of which, speaking of bears and backpacks, Marty. trailer has a banjo Easter egg. Yeah. Um, we talked about this earlier. That trailer is real good. It is a very good trailer. Yeah. The game got delayed till uh, Q1 next year, which I we sort of assumed. I was expecting that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't care. I just want it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks so. crazy gorgeous. Um, mechanically, it looks like it, it borrows a lot from Banjo in terms of the, the two characters' powers while introducing some new stuff. Uh, some of the details said that the way ability progression works isn't linear like Banjo, but more. Uh, open and available to sort of user customization and so the way i progress through the game will be different than the way alana progresses and that means yeah. like she'll be doing certain things way before i do them and i'll be doing you can also um i don't remember exactly how this works in my conversation with them last year but you can choose which worlds that you want mm-hmm. by like buying them with like the in-game currency so yeah. then you can go to different worlds at different times and you sort of like are building world like worlds are are uh pages or yeah they're like building and having things layers added upon them and elements added upon them based they on have, your decisions yeah a name for stuff that you have to collect which then gives you those worlds um so it sounds it totally sounds like a 2016 slash 2017 banjo it's very just, excited yeah me too mm-hmm. super excited now i'm the one being quiet you're not excited like, about ukulele? <laughs> well, I, I just did you see the trailer by chance? Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw it. I just it's uh, not the game for me. Like Mar- Marty doesn't like XCOM. No, that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's cutesy. I mean, I'll probably play it. It's just cutesy, you monster. Sorry, 
Not as I think it looks great. Thanks. It does me. look great. I will say this. Too, I didn't like, say it looked bad. We had, I just said it's not for me. No, not good enough. From the, <laughs> from I'm the, sorry. I love it. I can't wait to play <laughs> it. You, I'm super better. excited. Fantastic. From the super early footage, I have to love everything. Uh, near, you know, back <laughs> back from the the early Kickstarter funding days. Like compared to where it is now, oh, like yeah. it, it, it now it looks like a triple A like platform. Yeah. You know, oh, this totally looks like a platform. game that Microsoft could reveal on stage and be yep. like, "Oh yeah. yeah, a huge team is working on this." Yep. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. yeah. percent. Looks awesome. It looks great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Dustin. Man, I'm glad, I'm really glad you came around. I thought uh, XCOM Two still looks real dumb it's because I'm holding it. <laughs> and, Des- and Destiny's for babies, and I hope all those wolves freeze to death. <laughs> you say Marty. Wait, what? Come on, man. Too far with well, animals. Well, no, now that's not <laughs> too, okay. Too far with right. animals. You went too far. Yeah. This Is this like our first fight? <laughs> <laughs> Fur, where have you been? Yeah. Guys, we first? breaking up? <laughs> we breaking up. <laughs> it's bad time to break up. Ukulele the dead. Ukulele. This 3D puzzle platform is tearing us apart. <laughs> May all your dreams contain battle, too. Who gets custody? <laughs> I don't know how this is going to work. <laughs> All right. Hopefully uh, we can remedy this situation, Ryan. Nice. Thanks, guys. We're back together. Remedy <laughs> has announced their immediate future plans, and they won't involve Alan Wake 2 or another direct partnership with Microsoft, apparently. Mm-hmm. So that means probably no Quantum Break 2 either? Uh, I highly doubt it. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, we didn't expect anyway. So who owns Quantum Break? Microsoft or them? That's a really good, a good question. question. I'm not sure we know the answer to that. So we could still get a Quantum Break 2, but it would be Microsoft yes. would give it to a different dev. It, it seems like Alan from it seems like Alan Wake is owned by Remedy. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah, I don't know about Quantum Break. Yeah. And uh, so they said they now have two active teams working on games. Um, which is super exciting. My prediction is that we were right about the Max Payne thing and that they got the rights to Max Payne back and they're making a Max Payne game, not the other one's a new IP. That is a fantasy game. Why do you think that Rockstar would let Remedy have Max Payne? Because they're busy, because Max Payne 3 wasn't as good as Max Payne 1 and 2. And also, there seems to be no animosity of any sort. No. It was just Rockstar bought the IP. And when 3 was coming out, if you remember, like Rockstar kind of gave their public... Or rather, Remedy, Remedy. gave their public blessing yeah. and yeah, endorsement yeah, of it. Yeah, but I just don't see them selling Max Payne. Like, well, they're licensing crazy. it. Yeah, licensing Licensing. They're just uh, hiring right. Remedy. Yeah, and I think yeah. Rockstar has more than enough so going for it. So it would still be a Rockstar game made by Remedy. Think of well, and re- think about this. I mean, not that Remedy's been starved for budget. I mean, because seemingly Alan Wake Two had plenty of budget, and certainly Quantum Break was in development for four yeah. plus years, and they recast the entire thing halfway through development. Mm. But think of think of Remedy getting to design another Max Payne game with a virtually unlimited Rockstar budget. Yeah. Yeah. That's an appealing thought. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I feel like Remedy always do is have their protagonists narrate things, right? They always have... Sometimes I like to tell my own story. They're they're always just very, I needed to get over there. And you're like, yeah, like I could have figured that out myself. (laughs) Like I saw the ladder before you mentioned it. That really annoyed me in Alan Wake because I didn't like Alan. In Quantum Break, it was okay, because he's actually narrating it in reverse, kind of. And then in Max Payne, I love it, because I love Max Payne. I'm like, yes, talk more, you broody. (laughs) Like, I just, ah, I love him so much. It's like, I feel like doing that all over again. It's like I'm trapped in some sort of video game. They just just always point out the obvious. They're like, I needed to get to the car. It's like two meters from you, and it has like an icon on it. Like, yeah, you need to get to the car. By the way, she means like six feet, you guys. I think this is the second episode in a row where we've got confused over what a meter is. is. 
Yeah. yeah. We're not six great. Feet. I don't think it's six feet. <laughs> anyway. Do you want to get a liter of cola after this? Yeah, so, the, uh, the community manager here, the communications director at Remedy, saying they will not be uh, shifting away from their, fo- their narrative focus that the studio has always had. It's saying, quote, we're not abandoning story in the narrative. We want to focus on what we are great and known for. But he also didn't rule out changing things up, saying, even though the two new games are clearly Remedy games with a strong Remedy DNA, to some they might come as a positive surprise. We're also trying to break out of genres, Marty, and reach out to new audiences, especially with one of our new games. Emphasis is mine. It's going to be a wizard game. Which, by the way, breaking out of genres and reach out to new audiences, especially with one of our new games... That means new Reading IP, right? super deep into it completely lines up with your Max Payne theory. Mm-hmm. You think that's meaning Max our Payne. other game is uh, yeah. is one you know super well in an established franchise and a genre we're really good at. Yep, I like you, Marty. Thanks, wait, 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 wait. Which is what the reach out to new Max audiences Payne. one? I would think is not Max Payne. Right, meaning. That's he's saying whatever one, they want to do. Yes. And the money and the grab other is Max one, Payne. Yeah. Which is yeah. the what positive I'm, I'm completely reading into this like a... Yeah. Like a I mean, I, I like an, read the same thing. Like a remedy narrator reading into his own life. <laughs> like Alan. To go Lee. to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a it's super minor thing. But they use the same actors often. Do you think they'll ask Sean Ashmore to work on one of their new games? Do they use the same actors often? I don't think I so. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, Max was the same person. Same he was guy. the character. Quantum yeah. Break went through a bunch of changes, but they kept the actor that they hired to play the original guy. He was a cab driver. In the game as a cab driver, <laughs> almost as a joke. But, I mean, they kept the actor. Do you think they keep it. Sean, or do you think they'll just go back to No, I think, I think the cast of Quantum Break's on, super yeah. expensive, probably. Like, those dudes are real actors. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like little just, a yeah. just a thought. Just a thought. Now, also, so when I read this, I went, that's interesting because... You know, we don't see a lot of studios really kind of change their direction this boldly very often. Double Fine is a great example of a studio that was making one huge game for four or five years, and they got to a point where that was apparently financially unsustainable with Psychonauts and Brutal Legend. Legend. Yeah. And they, Tim Schafer and, and the team, completely restructured the studio into like four annual smaller games yeah four smaller games and it has seemingly worked for them and Mm -hmm. they've been doing great ever since and so yeah this from because remedy is the same thing they're a studio that's worked on one triple a game for five years at a time and now they're going to split into two teams and they want to get games out quicker here's uh remedy business director johannes palohaimo quote I hope I got that right. That was really Sounds good. Right. I hope so. I'm pretty confident on the Johannes part, not yeah. so confident on the Palohimo thing. Incredible. Quote, we don't want to take five years to ship a game. It's been a long process trying to transition into a two-team studio, but now we can make more games faster and diversify both financially and creatively. So they are looking to the future to, you know, basically not be walking a tightrope and have the studio's success and viability Hinging on, on every years. game they ship, yeah, yeah. which is great because yeah. the world needs remedy in it. We don't want remedy to to go away. It's always kind of cringe it. We can make more games faster. Like, oh, well, they're going to have to hire, obviously. And in fact, in their post about this, they said, "Hey, come join us," and that link to their their jobs yeah. page. Mm. But uh, to what you mentioned at the top, Alana, th- these will not. They're, they're not partnering with Microsoft on these specifically. So these yep. are, whatever these are, neither of them are going to be Xbox exclusives mm-hmm. in the way that 
Alan Wake and Quantum Break have been, but don't no, worry, they're they're almost certainly unless the partner is Sony or Nintendo, uh, the games will almost certainly be coming. I don't to see Xbox. them going to Nintendo. Yeah. Max Payne Four is exclu- <laughs> exclusively on yeah. Nintendo. Also, I'm not too like five year dev cycle is a lot. It's and a so, long time. Yeah. I mean, you look at like a studio like Naughty Dog puts out a game every two three years. Those games are always good. So. Yeah, that's true. I guess I just Split teams. always yeah. think about everything in the Assassin's Creed way that I'm like, yeah, you had to stop because you were bringing them out so much, and mm-hmm. you know, Unity was buggy as hell. I'm like, well, never want di- anyone to rush making a game, right? Forward. Well, and of course, the Assassin's Creed are literally made by a thousand people at a time. Mm-hmm. They also all made, taken all made by groups years. of a thousand yeah, people. Same yeah. as Call of Duty, yeah. I guess. But yeah, that's the only. It's, Remedy is, to the best of my understanding, fairly small by AAA studio mm-hmm. standards. I think there's something like 100 or 150 people. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they can grow enough but still you know, stay small and nimble and be able to support yeah. two self, self-proclaimed AAA mm-hmm. games. But more Remedy games, yeah. not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Max Payne 4, Marty called it, yeah. with Rockstar. But it's going to be a reboot. That's my, my, reboots are my new uh, games made up of small vignettes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like I want a reboot made up of small vignettes. I don't even know what that means. That's no, all they do. They just add a vignette. It could happen in Max. No, it couldn't. It's yeah. not going to happen in Max. They just add a vignette all- to the lines. Hey, it's a reboot. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Done. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, marketplace report time. Yes. Wait, what can wait, we spend wait, our money on? I, I don't want to like completely derail the show, but we totally didn't talk about Watch Dogs at all. That's oh, that. <laughs> that was an oh, hey. this week, too. Well, Watch Dogs 2 is happening <laughs> in San I don't know, Francisco. You had to go all the way to Montreal. You should talk about yeah, it for I, a minute, at least. I came back at 320 think, yesterday. I think, yeah, I think the problem is that you guys we've, we've about- spent the last two days it just neck deep in it. and yeah. you. No, I actually figured that at the end eyebrow part deep. where uh, you asked, what have you been working on? And be like, hey, I wrote a Watch Dogs preview. <laughs> Was yeah. what I thought. But yeah, so Watch Dogs 2 was finally officially confirmed this week. Right, unofficially being confirmed. Yeah. Uh, you got to see it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to talk to the development team a little bit. I got to talk to people bit. about it. Um, so, what's cool about this for us? It's set here in yeah. our city. Oh yeah, it was super neat to see uh, Fisherman's Wharf and everything because I run there often. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, like it looks exactly <laughs> like that area. It looks beautiful, it really, but it really also is I the In and Out Burger accurately rendered. In no, Fisherman's I didn't, Wharf. We didn't see that far down, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a key question. I feel they did they a fantastic job. Issues with that. Uh, yeah. Screw that. Yeah. Just but I yeah, mean, like some of the artwork actually. The bow and arrow is a whale. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I didn't see that. That's I, cool. At least I think that's what They don't they want changed. the artists suing them, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. There's some stuff where they couldn't get rights. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um, but it's also just the city. I think Chicago was actually very, having not been there, I think Chicago and Watch Dogs 1 was actually very good. Like, that mm-hmm. city felt dense and it felt alive. That was something that they already did well in the first mm-hmm. Watch Dogs. San Francisco feels the same, but it also includes Oakland, some of uh, more northern Region, North Bay, Marin, Marin. Yeah. yeah, and uh, also Silicon Valley. They never explicitly said San Jose, but that's what that means, right? Yeah, pretty much. Alto, yeah. yeah. Redwood City on down. Yeah. I wonder how far, like, how much of the city did they recreate? It's not one to one at all. Oakland. It's based on yeah. um, landmarks, so they just wanted to point out the most significant things, but also the most significant cultural things, like the Castro and the Mission. So, okay. like, they put a lot of emphasis on having those feel like they actually feel. So, like, the Mission District has homeless people, and it has garbage, and you can imagine it would smell bad, because the Mission Wait, the Mission District's well, all hipsters good. now, nope. living in $5,000 a month. No, Mission Mission Valencia okay. is all hipsters, and then one block over is Mission Street, which is all garbage. Yeah. That's that's a, tale of, a tale of two cities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh... 
I like that they did that and they didn't make everything pristine and shiny. I think they did the Oakland looks too. Awesome. Oakland looks yes. like a scary place to play. Yes, you it know, looks yeah. like Oakland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it includes the actual like city part of Oakland, which I think is actually quite nice, but um, it is the suburbs, which mm-hmm. I think all of it looks pretty accurate, and that's exciting. Some I really want the there to be a... Because there were... Uh, the, the, the video we have shows a bunch of you know, fake Silicon Valley tech companies. Mm-hmm. I so want there to be a Hooli building. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. One yeah. of them is just very obviously a parallel to Apple, I think. Well, there's also I'm Noodle, sure, yeah. and their logo looks like Google. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, there's a new character named Marcus, who seems a lot cooler than Aiden. Marcus Holloway yeah. is rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't heard him speak yet, unless that was in the stream this morning. I don't believe so. I, assume that I don't believe happen. so. I don't think he spoke. I don't think so, and that's like one of the first times that I've ever seen, you know, he had his own trailer where you see he can do parkour, which looks really cool. The guy made his own weapon, and mm-hmm. the way that they came up with that weapon, which is like a bungee cord attached to a ball that moves really quickly, yeah. is they googled it basically they were like we did exactly what marcus would do if he wanted to make his own weapon um he can also like 3d print guns but you can finish the whole game without ever shooting anyone you don't mm-hmm. have any to use a gun you don't i like any... that's awesome you can finish it non-lethally completely I w- i'm gonna 100 percent try that yeah it seems like the whole game is super open and the idea is that everything is about player choice so you don't uh, have running to do people over missions. by the way in my book doesn't count as killing people. They're still alive. Yeah, it's it like was, Batman. It kind rubber of tires. Yeah, rubber tires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He uses drones and RC cars. You yeah. can hack cars in new ways. Like you, you can, can hack make a car every back single up and car. kill somebody. Yeah, so you can make it run over someone. You can make it move along with you like as cover. Or you can um, make it drive to you to get a getaway. I'm sure there are many examples, but the point is you can hack every single car in the game, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And with the first Watch Dogs, the way that they did a lot of hacking stuff was press X to hack make this thing move up or make this thing move down. Whereas this time, Watch Dogs 2 seems more like press X and then decide what to do with mm-hmm. the thing you've hacked. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hack a car and then decide what you want to do with it. Don't just hack car to make alarm go off, which yeah. I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, on the topic of player choice, there's a lot of missions that you don't have to do. Um, the presentation that I saw, they said trolling and memes twice, and I didn't like the memes in the first Watch Dogs. I just found that they were obnoxious, and they also age very quickly. Mm-hmm. You have memes in a game, it ages very fast. Um, but the idea with this is, like, you get to choose what missions Well, you mean or- don't tase me, bro, isn't current anymore? <laughs> Am I missing something? No. <laughs> in the like, first one, some of the best moments was hacking the cameras, though, and getting like... I love that stuff. Yeah, you know. I didn't see any of that when I was there, but... Some of it's in the trailers. Yeah? No. yeah. I feel like they'll probably yeah. have that. That I'd like more of. Yeah, I really yeah. like that. There's so. one building where you have to scale the whole building just by hacking cameras and people. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's missions that you don't have to do, and you basically, instead of XP, you're trying to get followers, so you're trying to get like a cult-like following for DeadSec, who's like the team mm-hmm. Marcus works with, which is... God, it's like my life. <laughs> what? What are you trying to do? You trying to get a cult? No. Why? Followers. To take on a cult follower. <laughs> uh, but yeah, even in that sense, Marcus works for an organization. He's social, whereas Aiden Pierce was like really insular. His I'm entire story was just yeah. like revenge, right? It mm-hmm. wasn't really a story about someone trying to impact on a community or yeah. just hacking for good. So. And Marcus seems like just a super smart street kid. Yeah, he is supposed to be incredibly smart, and despite DeadSec not having a leader, he's supposed to take on like a kind of leadership role. Yeah. Um, it's also, you get to kind of choose what your Marcus would or wouldn't do, like you can mm-hmm. be violent, or like if, say, there's a mission where you would need to spy on someone while they're naked and get pictures to bribe them, you don't have to do it. You can be like, no, my Marcus would not do that, he would be ethically opposed to that, or like, hell yeah, that's hilarious, I'm going to do it. So he loves Pangas. It's up to you, yeah. which, how you want to play it, I think. Um, 
I, like I am really excited about it. I like it. that Marcus has a bunch of cool uh, stickers all over his laptop, too. He looks awesome. Yeah. Also, I love his there's design. a lot of dogs in the trailer. There are oh, yeah, there were several breeds. Animals. Yeah. Several whole dogs. I think they're all big dogs. Dogs and Everything seals? that I saw. In yeah, the the seals? Yeah. Seal were, were they yeah. seal, sea lions? There's a difference. There's sea lions. God, yeah. There is a difference. There's sea otters. The I, I can't wait yeah. for someone to mod the game on PC to just switch... So you have sea lions on the on leashes going around, and you have all the dogs are sitting on the on the dock. <laughs> oh, I, I love <laughs> so that! Sad. <laughs> I love that on their little islands. That's really sad. Yeah, and then the release date was announced. Uh, yeah, that's November fifteenth. I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Um, so going yeah, for that I, prime I November really slot. Good. Yeah. So this is one of those games uh, that we predicted, like Fallout, would be revealed and then come out five months later. Yeah. The game looks Sorry really good. Based on the Twitter response, people are very wary of the Watch Dogs franchise. They still feel so like they feel totally. like they were tricked by yeah. the first one. I mean, yeah, people, the hype was so big. Yeah, people yeah. are keeping their expectations tempered, but people like that's a really good reveal. Like yeah. everyone who saw it, especially everyone. I mean, a lot of the games industry lives in the Bay Area. Like the representation of San Francisco was spot that's, on. Oh, that's yeah. what I was saying before. Um, NeoGaf, I saw when it was leaked. Had theories that they like had put it in San Francisco to like please Games Press. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't really think that's yeah. going to have much of an impact on your review score. Yeah. Sorry, but uh, it does look really cool. It, this mm-hmm. will be my first time ever even like seeing a movie or a TV show or any kind of media that's based in the city that I live in. Like that's never happened for me before. Driver San Francisco. I guess you didn't, I didn't live here. Live here. <laughs> At the end of Watch Dogs One, they're basically like the next game will be in San Francisco. So yeah. uh, I wasn't too surprised by the setting. Uh, the setting makes sense because tech like yeah it, that makes totally sense. makes it, sense it definitely makes sense uh hopefully the gameplay changes are enough to keep it interesting as you're playing through the world the first one i don't know just got kind of i feel like a this little is dull for them me. trying to be a little bit more gta actually yeah um, there's a lot of like <laughs> mini games and you know jumps and open world stuff that you can the do people react yeah. yeah i think this is them trying to be more like gta than they mm-hmm. were originally including having marcus be like a more social likable person and you can finish the whole game in co-op as well yeah which is supposed to be seamless it's like eventually you'll just appear in each other's games they'll just doing your own thing you can choose whether and to you can choose whether to partner with them or not um so that's can you cool. fight each other uh do you know so you this could be like a whole dark Souls they thing. accidentally when i was interviewing someone said and pvp and i was like whoa 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 hold up what's this and then like i wasn't meant to say that i actually can't elaborate so there's some kind of pvp but we have no idea. Is it, it going to be like Dark Souls, where like you're just invaded and I, you have to find the invaders? I mean, I thought, uh, the, yeah, the first Watch game Dogs One was kind of like that. Yeah, it was sort of. They had, had the stuff to with the app. Agree to it. Well, I figured there's going like, to be races. Yeah. Um, you you can. Buy yeah, there'll be that stuff. There'll again. be like the uh, drone races. Like there'll be that oh. kind of stuff. I think. How they handle the PvP is, what's is really uh, you're the other person's a landlord and all and jacks all the rents up to six grand a month, and you have to try and somehow afford. To I live know. and you protest outside of his I've been, I've been living PvP <laughs> for the last eight years. <laughs> hey, did you sign on today and protest? Well, the landlord wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my biggest concern about it is that because everything is so open, it means that they're not making any kind of statement. And I know this is just me personally, but in Watch Dogs 1, I really wish that they had have made more of a political statement than just being like, yeah, this is a bunch of hackers. That's cool. They didn't make any kind of like statement on security or freedom. And uh, I asked, and they're not planning to do that with Watch Dogs 2 either. It's, it's kind just of a supposed bummer. to be like, a make, we'll, we'll give you one place to ask questions. We'll give you things to think about. And like, I want you to challenge me. Yeah, they, they kind of really softly did that with Assassin's Creed 3 also. Like, they had a chance to like make a political statement about that time frame, and they didn't. Yeah. And 
it sounds like they're not again yeah, with Watch which Dogs 2. Yeah, I think for some people it's fine because it's supposed to be light, lighthearted and fun, but I would prefer to have something I would like yeah, it challenging. I, mean, I, I see where you're coming from, but at the same time, like, if you look at it from their perspective, they're Play trying safe. to make... It's like, you know, it's like if you're the CEO of Chick-fil-A, like... It's in your business interest to keep your mouth shut yeah. and, get, and get everybody yeah. buying your chicken sandwiches yeah. instead of, you know, whatever it is you believe spouting it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in, uh, you know, with, with a video game, you wanna, you're trying to sell to as many people as possible. If you're, you know, they're not saying that political statements don't have a place in games, but it's an open world yeah. Game in a Just that science I would fiction future. Spec ops, you know? Yeah, I mean, but, I totally hear uh, you. There. I, I absolutely but I, I see it from their side. I want yeah. something no, that I makes me think. Yeah, you know, that's fair. At the end of I the don't story, think this is yeah. going to do that, yeah. um, despite what they offer. I want that too, but I, again, yeah, I totally get why they aren't doing it. And yeah. uh, I feel like from what I have seen and everyone that I spoke to, it's going to offer a lot of fun anyway. Yeah. Um, but as with people on Twitter apparently saying that they are apprehensive, I feel exactly the same. Because yeah, Watch but if there's any, so I mean, Ubisoft's proven that they can set a foundation and then make the second one great with AC. AC too. Yeah. It's going to be playable at E3, it looks but, like. Mm-hmm. You guys, Demo make a, at E3 at side, yeah. you guys make a great point as well that because they left people on sort of shaky ground with the first game, uh, if this one isn't a home run, it's done. the future of the franchise is absolutely yeah. very much in jeopardy yeah. if, they, if they burn people again. Yeah, for sure. But we'll see. All right. Mm-hmm. What can we spend our money on, Alana? Anything? Marketplace report. Retail, we have Marriage as Edge Catalyst in brackets. Ryan gives his thoughts. You yeah. Could spend I reviewed it. narrating. <laughs> what did you think of it? It's totally okay, which makes me very sad. Yeah, yeah I really uh, want This is a game. You know, the original game was somewhat divisive. There are people, I think, that work here even that don't like that game, that just don't think it's oh, very really? good. I yeah. thought, like, pretty much everyone liked it. I like. I thought it was okay. I've I was in the okay. Camp. I've heard from people yeah. that were like, "Eh, you know, whatever." But uh, I'm in the camp that the original is a. I loved it. Nine point five caliber game. I think it's brilliant. And this one, it goes open world, which does offer some strengths. I mean, this is all detailed in my review, but at the end of the day, I just think that they didn't get it. It's uh, it's it's not a bad game, but being just mediocre is almost. Worse, in my yeah. opinion, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I know that's very odd I mean, to say. With Mirror's Edge, though, but it, it, so people are like, oh, should I buy it? Should I, well, you know, yeah. it's up to you. It, the, it's. I think it's on the EA Access yeah. thing. Yeah, so, is. which I, what is it? It's like five bucks a month for that, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, so. You know, if you wanted to basically spend five dollars to more or less rent a long demo, you could try it that way uh, and decide for yourself. But yeah, the. The characters were all awful. The story was bad. Bummer. And the visuals were underwhelming. But they, they chose 60 frames. It especially it does not look good on Xbox. It is not a good-looking game oh, really? on the Xbox. Uh, if you're going to play it, if you, if you have a decent PC, pl- play it there. But I guess the first um, one wasn't that good-looking except for the it was, color choices. But those, those colors, that whole palette's this here it's as well. But look good, it yeah. just, yeah, it's, it's lost in the, the... There's just no texture detail at all. Whereas right. the, the first one... As for a 360 game, was just bold and brilliant from a, from an aesthetic perspective. But uh, so yeah, I can't say it's just it's a 6.8. I can't say don't buy it, and I definitely can't say buy it. Mm. Try it if you can, and then see what you think. There, there, the reviews have been mixed too. There have been some eights out there. There have been some scores a little lower, but it's mostly been kind of six, seven. So your advice is like give it a rent. If you yeah, if you can, if you have a way to try the game out. 
uh, buy it in a discount bin, maybe. It could definitely be a good candidate for for a sale or a or go to a your friend's house if they bought it and lighting. take it. That yeah, steal from your friends. <laughs> yeah, burn that bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. Six point eight. Steal from your friends. Totally worth it. Yeah, yeah it was worth torching your friendship <laughs> yeah. over Mirror's Edge. Well, catalyst. if that friendship is a six point eight of a friendship, then yeah. yeah. Then yeah. Well, maybe the friendship is a is a five point nine, and thus you're gaining in the deal. You're getting oh, yeah, that's true. Right. You're you're compare your friendship to the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah I rate all <laughs> like my friends. It's on really a tough. To like, don't take a six point eight game from a nine point zero friend. Yeah. No, you know yeah. that's a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> then you lose three points. You're Sorry, right. Dustin. Nope, no comment. <laughs> anyway, uh, digitally <laughs> yeah. we have Dangerous Golf for twenty dollars. I really want to try this. I haven't had a chance yet. It's, this it's is called one. Dangerous Golf. I also want to try. This it. is the so for yeah. those that may be unaware, uh, this is the first game from uh, Alex Ward and Fiona Sperry's new studio. They are the founders of Criterion, the creators of the original Burnout. They left Criterion two or three years ago, start their own little thing. This is their first game, and it is very much. It's basically burnout's crash mode, but with a where you're flinging a golf ball inside Into a house with a bunch of well, or a gas stuff. station all yeah. around all that these like rad. crazy yeah. detailed. The like, gameplay looks fun. Apparently, their physics simulation is incredibly detailed, and yeah. uh, it's it's simple. Don't get it's, me wrong. Yeah, it's simple. It the, the destruction is awesome. Yeah. The physics are great. I wasn't having a ton of fun playing it. No, uh, really. But I'm hoping that this Does is co-op? them getting. I don't, know, I don't think what, so. what I played didn't have co-op. Um, but we know their next game is pretty much the spiritual successor to Burnout. They have said that, and so I'm hoping that this is sort of just the like almost the technical foundation. Get your of feet wet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also have Minecraft Story Mode Episode Six: A Portal to Mystery for five dollars. Has anyone played Minecraft Story Mode? I played not, a, not a shred of it. I yeah. really like it at PAX. It was- well, it's actually the only Pat Telltale Oswald. game I haven't yeah. played yet. Mm. And yeah. it's not, I don't know. I, I just don't know what to expect. I'm weirdly, it's not that I'm, I don't like Minecraft or I don't want to play. I'm just kind of like not excited to play it. Like if it were in front of me, I'd be like, oh, cool. Let me try this yeah, out. Yeah, I probably but would too. I'm not going to yeah. go out of my way to, for some reason, I'm just not excited to go out of my way on this one. A Portal to Mystery is also just a terrible title. Like obviously you're going to go to the nether. Like what is the, what but else is the But also, aren't all portals, don't they lead to mystery? <laughs> No. no, no. But all mysteries lead to portals. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, APB Reloaded is free to play. I don't know what that is. For a- AP, this is a game. All police both then. Yeah, this was out. Uh, Still don't know what that is. <laughs> this actually ties back to Xbox in a, in a weird roundabout way. David Jones, who was the David original Jones. Yes, <laughs> the original oh, creator man. of Grand Theft Auto, who oh, yeah. formed his own studio, and he made Crackdown One. Him and his team, then. When Ruffy, the, some some of them left and formed Ruffian, and and Ruffian took on Crackdown Two, it was because Real Time Worlds, the developer of Crackdown One, with David Jones, they were making this MMO reboot of that old, like super old school arcade game, APB, All Points Bulletin, like Dustin said, and it is a it is a cops and robbers MMO, and I think it was received kind of like eh, like just not. At the time it came out, not great, not terrible, but it's survived, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's now turned into a free-to-play thing, and uh, it's now coming to Xbox One as a as a free thing, which is I definitely want to try this now because I never ended up playing it mm-hmm. on PC, and then of course it's full circle because David Jones is now back working on Crackdown Three. David Jones, I'm sorry. Stop it. Uh, we <laughs> also have Among the Sleep, which is a fifteen dollars psychological horror way you get the to play undersea as- crypt keeper goes by Davy. Okay. <laughs> this gentleman, 
goes by David. David. <laughs> it's David. I bet he gets that all the time, Davy Jones. I, I'm sure he... I don't think he's ever heard it once. I think he probably has. I think, I think you're wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Destiny. <laughs> uh, I've never heard that one. It's so weird. I've never heard anyone liking me to Aiden Pierce. This is crazy. Oh, wow. Uh, Among the Sleep is a $15 psychological horror game where you get to play as a two-year-old child. This game's real cool. Sort of sold, but also hate children. So Yeah, but bad things happen. To the child? I mean, it's a psychological If I was like, game. yeah, now I'm interested, that would be really creepy. Yeah. Um, if you like horror games, it's pretty cool. Cool. Uh, we also have Kick and Fennec, which is a 1049 platform adventure about a little boy with a very big gun. That is, um, co- that is copied and pasted directly from the product description, by the way. I did not write that. But that's the little boy who's in Among the Sleep, and so the monsters try to get him, but he has a very big gun. Mm. Among the Sleep. Pretty cool. IGN.com. <laughs> yeah. The phrase of a little boy with a very big gun just makes me think of Bastion. Like Kid raged a bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hard set redux. That sounds like hard reset. Oh, hard reset redux. No, right, sorry. That's twenty dollars, and it's definitely an action-packed like and hardcore oh. single-player shooter. Hardcore? That's definitely hardcore. a sex thing. <laughs> this is the hill I'm going to die on. All right, it's a sex thing. <laughs> on the marketplace, we have June games. It's just—it's now the number one selling game on Xbox <laughs> after this podcast. Uh, Goat Simulator is on Xbox One and <laughs> Meat Boy on 360 all month long. The Crew on Xbox free. One. <laughs> All three of these sound like sex things, too. God damn it. The crew on Xbox One sure, Marty. June 16th. Not July. Goat Stimulator, Marty. Goat Simulator. Oh, no. Super Meat Boy sounds like a sex thing. The crew <laughs> sounds like a sex the, thing. How does the crew Super sound Meat Boy is like definitely a bunch of, a bunch of sex thing. It's an adult film. It's, so it's an orgy? Yeah. The crew is an orgy. A Yang Bang. Actually, yeah, XCOM could I could get that. There's an X, X in the front. So. Yeah, XXXCOM. Yeah. Sure, it doesn't matter what it's about. It's some kind of communications Marty. thing. Yeah, yeah. These these could all be adult. We didn't even ad- get that adult film <laughs> movie See, titles. They could be. They ought to be. XCOM. Could be. He's enemy right. Un- enemy unknown. Also, June 16th to 30th. <laughs> hey, hey I'm baby, sorry. you want to get in the mood and watch The Crew? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we follow that up with a little Super Meat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that your seductive voice? That's how, did, how did you get married? That's incredible. <laughs> That's a great question. Right. I, I also want to tell you we can't do trivia this week because you put correct on all of our sheets. My bad. We'll do <laughs> oh, it anyway. I showed him earlier in the show. I'm like, well. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed. Because you don't like that game because you're a monster. I still finished it. Sorry, That's the question great. was what's on place during the end credits of Alan Wake. The answers are A, Running with the Devil Van Halen. B, Space Odyssey by David Bowie. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Which C, one is it? Born to be Wild. Or D, Don't Fear the Reaper. Uh, apparently it was Space Odyssey. David don't Fear the Reaper was at the beginning of Prey 1 when you're in the bar and the aliens get you. Hmm. So Spring I get an full, extra point. Full sphincter circle made right there by yeah. Marty. There you go. An Ouroboros of a sphincter. <laughs> Has no beginning. Would anyone line. have gotten that right? The snake I, I was going to go David Bowie. And you're going like, to go Bowie? Oh, I'll go David. Wait, it says correct. <laughs> Nope. Well, you know what? Marcus Vega, who is our winner this week, he still wins. It's, me, job, it's me that failed, not Marcus. Can we he, take a point away from you even though you don't get that? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Minus negative one. It doesn't matter. I, I'm not eligible for the trophy. So. I like this. How many negative points can I get? <laughs> how, many, can, how many times in the year will I do this? Because this is not like the first probably, time. Oh, really? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. 100% not the yeah. first time First this time happened. this year, I think. Maybe this year. Yeah. Yeah. You, this is my one mulligan for Flash 2016. Oh, once the new season comes out, yeah, you're going to be forgetting the Oh, mulligan. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that was fun. Uh, if you, we'll, we'll try this again next week and see if I can get it right. If you want to win a copy of an Xbox game, we've got a, a decent pile of uh, various things. Please send your Xbox-related trivia question 
including four multiple choice answers. Please note the correct one and email that to unlocked at IGN.com. And yeah, let's get the HE double hockey sticks out of here. Oh, dang, he swore. Oh, you can also check us out on about YouTube. Ice hockey. At youtube.com slash IGN Unlocked and Facebook at Facebook.com slash group slash podcast unlocked. There nice. you go. Someone asked actually if, like, because we always plug Prime and we always plug the YouTube channel. Yep. Someone asked me if we get the money from that. Oh, so my like, God, no. I wish. No, no, no. no. YouTube's just because it's a really easy way to interact <laughs> with the community. <laughs> and Prime because it's a cool thing that people don't really know about. Yeah, we don't. No, that's. There are no. Nope, we don't. We no. don't see it. It's almost like, you guys getting the ad revenue from the YouTube channel? I was like, no. It'd be nice. No, that goes to into the. the Corporate overlords' pockets. Mm-hmm. Andrew Goldfarb. Andrew? Yeah. How does that work? How do you think you force that apartment? How does the newsboy get that? And all that quinoa. Yeah, he does eat a lot of quinoa. Quinoa's not wine. cheap. No. Is quinoa cheap? No. Okay. No. Quinoa's not cheap. It's hipster rice. Mm. <laughs> I know. Can we get out of here? Yeah, we should get out of here. This is a good, this is a long episode. You can follow us on Twitter. Oh my goodness. At yeah. DMC Ryan. DMC, DMC underscore, underscore Ryan, thank you. At Charles Anazad, at Destin Lagary, at McBiggity with two G's and two T's. Thanks, Mom. And uh, thank you all for listening. Yeah, uh, just again, Monday, so the our show next week is the Xbox E3 immediately following the Watch. conference. So 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Pacific on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, special day and time for Unlocked with Seamus Blackley. There's obviously going to be a million things to talk about, uh, pr- assuming it does. It doesn't all entirely leak out in the next uh, four or five days. I really hope not. I know. Let's let's get some surprises. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, we're gonna start streaming uh, Saturday mor- or Sunday morning with the EA press conference. We're gonna have live demos uh, on Saturday or on Sunday and yeah, Monday what, of stuff what, like. Do you know what time we actually start live programming? Half, a, half an hour before twelve thirty, right? Because I believe EA starts at one. So yeah, I believe twelve thirty. So twelve thirty the EA pre-show. Yeah, on Sunday, and then we're gonna be running constant live program uh, all through the. Bethesda conference that night. We're going to have uh, a huge hands-on demo of uh, Mafia 3 that Brian Altano was hosting yeah. with Hayden awesome. Blackman and folks from uh, Hangar 13. I'm scared to say anything because I don't know what we're allowed to talk about. <laughs> oh, no. I know we're talking <laughs> yeah. about that. Yeah. We can talk about uh, we're going to be revealing The Walking Dead Season 3. Yes. Right? Yeah. I'm hosting yeah. that. You're hosting that? I'm hosting no, that. No, I'm saying things I know we can talk about. <laughs> okay. yeah, like, that's why I paused. I was going to so be like, this. yes. No, it's totally we're fine. We're doing a Telltale thing. Yeah, and then we're going to have a bunch of live demos. Uh, all day Monday, we'll be streaming uh, Microsoft, Ubisoft, and Sony. Um, there's going to be live up at noon. Um, yeah, well, Ryan and I will be on Microsoft. Uh, Alana and I will be on Sony. Um, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll have our standard live show all day. We're going to be seeing a ton of cool stuff. Yeah. It's all very exciting. Yeah, uh, our Twitters and IGN are going to be very... Scorching hot places to be next week. Mm-hmm. A lot of activity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mine's mostly going to be with goofs. That's Our live streams are great. We do a really good job at making sure you guys get everything you need. So, <laughs> yeah, you guys IGN, are... bookmark it if you don't already. But uh, yeah. And then, yeah, I guess the, the Xbox One app is like probably the most comfy way to watch <laughs> all that E3 stuff. If you don't already have it installed on your Xbox One, uh, then it's just more on your big screen and it's the Microsoft yeah. conference. It's everything Marty just said. Just on your the biggest screen in your house. It's the only app you're allowed to watch without wearing pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that mm-hmm. legally. Legally, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. I've been doing it wrong. Super Tuesday. Wow, I've you been... shouldn't admit that on a podcast. <laughs> you're gonna need to cut that pot. <laughs> Dang it. Seriously, Ryan. God, <laughs> All right, thanks everybody, and we'll see you from Los Angeles next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.